0: hello listeners this is megan has a childhood episode seven in this episode abby and i watched the 101 dalmatians so a lot of talk about our love of dogs and our experience with our dogs in this episode Uh, another highlight is you get to witness how terrible we are at math and numbers in general so enjoy Hello, it is Megan and Abby here. I think this is seven episodes? I th- uh, yeah. Seventh episode yeah. of Megan Has a Childhood. How are you today?
1: I'm okay.
0: How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. We're both not doing great, but we're here. We're
1: here, and we're gonna discuss 101 Dalmatians today. We are. Oh, let me take the gum out of my mouth. I don't know why I just
0: put it in there. <laughs> I was about to bring a bag of M&M's over here, and I was like, don't do it, Megan. <laughs> no more, I would probably
1: get a little mad at you. No
0: more eating. The Happy. thing about M&M's is
1: they're, like, crunchy.
0: Yeah, they are crunchy. You know and I mean? the bag is super loud, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Good, though. Mini M&M's or just regular?
0: Mini, of course.
1: <gasps> yes, yes, mini are the best. Mini are the best. Way better. Way better
0: than
1: regular size. hmm A hundred percent. And, like, the Rice Krispies, if you ever buy the Rice Krispies with oh, the mini-manems yeah. in them? So good. so good. Although, every once in a while, you'll open up a package, and there's, like, one on the Rice Krispie.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you remember... i like,
1: what did I pay an extra 25 cents for?
0: Do you remember in high school when people used to... I don't even know. Was it, like, band people or something would sell chocolate bars and chocolate stuff yeah when they had like the m&m bars with like the mini m&ms it was a chocolate bar with the m&ms in it i freaking love those every so often i'll find them at a gas station or something and It just makes my life
1: i would always buy it wasn't rolos what was that chocolate there was like a skinny chocolate bar and it had caramel in the middle a twix no but it was something like that something that i don't you don't like see everywhere but there was a girl who sat next to me in art and she was in band and she would sell them and every day i'd be like i will take them all yeah yeah good deal okay just another side note to go off this so those were like a dollar right mm-hmm. a pretty good deal in my opinion and like
0: did you ever have like ooh, did you ever have like, <laughs> a lemonade stand when you were a kid i never had a lemonade stand no okay
1: I did a couple of times but I found it very nerve wracking. I didn't want strangers coming up to me right. I didn't want them talking to me. Yeah. Um, but my brother has always been like greedy for money, so he loved doing it. I think we usually had Kool-Aid stands, but regardless. The kids down the street were having one and I was taking my dog for a walk and it was like, okay, like I'll buy them one. And I brought my wallet and I thought it would be like twenty five cents, fifty cents. So like now it's a dollar. Like, a dollar for this little Dixie cup of lemonade. Inflation. <laughs> I wanted to argue with them. <laughs> I wanted to argue with them, but I was like, whatever. Like, I had a dollar out me. Like, here you go. It was fine. A little sugary, in my opinion. I like mine a little.
0: Tart, I, but. we went to Olympic National Park yesterday. And I don't know if I'm, if it's because of, like, COVID, but. That place and Zion are the only place like parks that I've gone to that have had like cafeterias. Yes. I don't know if they've just been like closed at other ones since the pandemic and everything, but um, at Zion, which was the first national park I went to, besides the dunes, which didn't become a park until last year, so but uh, Zion was the first park I went to, and they, their cafeteria was the most bomb fucking place I have ever gotten food at. They're fries, to this day, best fries I've ever had. They gave you good portions. Like, it was pricey because it's a park, of course, but worth it, 100%. Yesterday, we go to Olympic National Park. I paid $10 for a chicken tender basket. And they gave three of the scrawniest freaking chicken fingers (laughs) that I have ever seen. Oh,
1: I feel like if you're going to do a chicken tender basket, there has got to at least be four. It
0: has to be four.
1: Yes. It should be five because they're fingers and most people have five fingers. Five fingers. (laughs) But four, I feel like, is the minimum. Yes. Three for $10. Yes.
0: And Jacob and I were splitting it because I assumed it would be four. Like, that's the standard. And then the fries, it was like just... It was, like, a large plate and then these three scrawny chicken fingers and freaking just, like, fries sprinkled. But, like, it was not worth it. I was very upset.
1: So, yay to Zion National Park
0: Cafeteria. Nay, nay to Olympic, to Olympic. Park. Don't Don't get the chicken finger basket. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Okay. So, I have
1: just a little question for you. Okay. Because you have been rewatching The Mindy Project.
0: I have.
1: All right. And I'm pretty sure I've asked you this question before, because I see this on Twitter all the time, where they're like, describe yourself with three fictional characters. And there's a character on The Mindy Project called Morgan Tukers, <laughs> and he's basically Megan. And so, Megan, if, if you could describe yourself with three fictional characters... Oh, Because this is a Disney podcast. One of them has to be a Disney character. Okay. Who would those three people be?
0: I just first want to say that Jacob has been rewatching it with me. And even he will sit here and just, like, look at me shamefully and be like, that's you. (laughs) When Morgan does something. And I'm like, I know. I know. I'm not proud of it, but... I've accepted it. I've owned it, I think. (laughs) But, um... I know one time you had... You chose three characters for me, and you said Rachel Green and Nick Miller, and I felt like that worked really well. Both very different people, but very representative of the different facets of my personality. Mm -hmm. So, I'd say those two. And then, for a Disney character... Rick, I don't... You can't. You gotta prepare me for things like this. You can't just. You don't know, think I would say Belle if
1: we're. You okay. Know, I'm sure you don't. I'm sure you don't want to go that basic because Belle's such a popular character. But I would say for you, like you love reading and you like adventure and. <sighs> your boyfriend's big and has a mullet,
0: you know. That's. Like, are we slipping into that too? Once you said Belle, um, it made me think of Anna. Maybe Anna. From Frozen, which oh, I, from Frozen? I know you don't like Frozen, but... <clears throat> yeah.
1: I guess I could see it. So, Morgan Tukers, Nick Miller, Rachel Green,
0: Anna. <laughs> or Ariel, because I'm just dumb and just looking for something... Desperately searching for something other than what I have, which is probably <laughs> a personality flaw, but... What about you? Sense. What about you? What you thinking? I think um, that'll be official. I'll go with Ariel for my Disney character. That'll be my okay. official submission.
1: So for me, if we're going Mindy Project as well, I'd say I'm pretty Mindy Lahiri. Uh, in many aspects of my life. Um, you've told me I'm like Schmidt which I can see because he's like completely Schmidt from New Girl because he's completely extra. But I just don't think our values and our morals (laughs) align, but the general aura and attitude, the
0: the drama, the standards, I, that's where it is. Yeah. Everything's
1: an extreme.
0: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, And I would say Sally Albright from um, uh, When Harry Met Sally. Have you ever seen that movie? I
0: think we watched it together many, many years ago. I don't really remember much. I know for sure I watched it with
1: a person I used to be friends with. Because I remember she's like, I really liked that movie, but I would have liked it better if the guy was hot. And I was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) But, uh... Maybe we did. I don't know. I make everyone watch that movie as one so of my favorites. Right? And maybe like Elizabeth Bennet from Pride and Prejudice. I've been told by many people that yes, are very similar. But if it's a Disney character, Cusco.
0: And I feel like Cusco radiates very much <laughs> Schmidt energy. So <laughs> <Okay>. and Mindy.
1: <laughs> okay, but that's that's where I'm going. That part of my personality, where just like, that's too much, you know. <laughs> I reckon at least I recognize that in myself, you know. Yeah. I'm not the oh, yeah. ignorant dumbness. I try to quell those extreme emotions sometimes. But anyway, yeah. Okay. So Ariel and Cusco, uh, match made in heaven. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or it could be Kronk. I'm just pretty and dumb. You know, you we talk before. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs>
1: we talked before about himbos. If we're giving like a quintessential himbo, huh, is the himbo? Oh yeah. The himbo. Also, I found a chart that was like a himbo chart, trying to explain who's a himbo and who's not a himbo, and they use Disney characters. So I'm gonna try to find that. As, like, <laughs> you. Um, I feel like it'll clear some things up. Yes. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Anyway. We're talking about Disney classic, 101 Dalmatians today. And, Megan, if this is one of my favorites ever. I have a lot of 101 Dalmatians merch that I will be mentioning throughout the film.
0: <laughs> See, I think um, I saw the live action one a million years ago, but I had never seen the cartoon.
1: Yeah. One. You know what? I was going to mention that because they played it on Disney Channel all the time. All the time, I remember. Mm-hmm. Either Disney Channel or ABC Family. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah. I said, um, again. I said it at
0: least three times. (laughs) It's fine. Don't think about it. Sorry. Um. (laughs)
1: But, yes, uh, they used to play that. They used to play that all the time. Uh, So. You probably have seen it. Yes. But, anyway, we're talking about the 1961 version. It is the what are numbers 40 it's the 60th anniversary right of
0: this film you say what are numbers yeah okay
1: um i've never pretended to be good at math.
0: that i actually have something noted on here about something that happens in this i don't know do you want me to say it now (laughs) i
1: think i know what you're gonna say so let's just wait until we get to it okay (laughs) 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 okay i I think i know what you're gonna say because i probably have the same (laughs) note Um, but anyway, 101 Dalmatians is a 1961 adventure comedy film. It's the 17th film in, uh, Disney animated canon. Uh, it's based on a novel of the same name by Dodie Smith and was adapted by Bill Peet for animation. It was directed by Clyde Gerino, Ger- <laughs> Gerino, Geronimi. <laughs> It's uh, not that complicated of a last name. I don't know why I had that much of a problem with it. Uh, Hamilton, Lusk, and Wolfgang Reitherman. Uh, The music featured is by George Burns, who also did many Disney animated films back in the day, like Aristocats and The Jungle Book. Uh, The film follows Dalmatians Pongo and Perdita after their litter of puppies is kidnapped, or I guess dognapped, by Carola DeVille. Uh, who wants their furs for fashion purposes let us begin <laughs> <Stupid>.
0: <laughs> we're on our a-game tonight folks
1: <laughs> um, so anyway the movie opens with all those credits as old films tend to do I like stay that. with that fox and the hound yep Although it was a little less traumatic than the fox and the hound beginning. Yes. It was a very creative beginning with, like, some nice big band music rather than, um, you know, uh, Mama Fox with her baby in her mouth running for her life. Depression, yeah. A little less tense, a little more fun. Uh, the story begins in London with Pongo the Dalmatian narrating. He's describing his life and his owner, mm. who he calls his, his pet. pet. I love that. I know, I thought that was such a cute detail. Um, Roger is his owner. He's a musician. Pogo is voiced by Rod Taylor, was an Australian actor, actually. He died in 2015, and his last acting credit was as Winston Churchill in *Inglorious Bastards. Interesting. And I know you're a fan of the Churchill, so I thought I would mention that. And Ben Wright is the voice of Roger. Uh, he also did voice for Little Mermaid in Jungle Book, and he played Air Zeller in The Sound of Music. Have you ever seen The Sound of Music, Megan?
0: I... It has been on in a room that I was in. Can I say that I watched it? No, probably not. In elementary school, they played it in my, like, we had to watch it in our music class literally every year, which I think just was the laziness of my teacher. But, yeah, it was there. I never once paid attention to it. For
1: me, the movie I've seen a million times in school was, I think it's called October Sky. I think. The one with Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, from a long time ago. I've watched that like a thousand times.
0: The most anyway. <sighs> I know about The Sound of Music is from watching The Pacifier. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's such a good movie. I have that, like straight up on DVD. I was obsessed with that movie for a long time. But anyway, Sound of Music, you should watch it in full. It's a really I don't like a lot of classics unless you are Disney classics. I guess the Sound of Music, Sound of Music, Disney, I don't even know. I don't know. Um, i don't like a lot of old movies i just have a lot of issues with them
0: is it long (laughs) i feel like it's really long
1: it's kind of long but it's very good The music's good it's historical there's nazis and nazi
0: fighters all right we watched have you seen operation finale with nick roll and oscar isaac
1: is that the one where they're like in cuba
0: they're in or like Argent-
1: Venezuela. Argentina, Argentina. Yeah, it was yeah. somewhere in South America. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have
0: seen that. Um, we were watching it and there was like an angle where you could tell how Oscar Isaac is not very tall. And Jacob goes, <laughs> is he short? I was like, yeah, he's pretty short. I think he's like 5'5 or something around there. He's actually 5'8, I think we looked it up. But I was like, yeah, he's pretty short. And He was like, hmm, he just has a face that looks tall. He was like, maybe <laughs> just because he's handsome. I was like, yeah. <laughs> He's a short king. He is. He's a short king. He is the short king. Right. Definitive hottest person that I've ever seen. There's no some contention. People, some people just exude sexual energy, and he is one of them. Yes.
1: We can't keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Pongo is bored. He's sick of being single. He's sick of Roger being single. Um... <laughs> there's a really cute montage of him uh looking out the window watching pets and their owners walk by and all the pets and the owners look the same the old lady riding in her bike with the dog Mm -hmm. and basket with the ears flapping that's gonna be me (laughs) i literally already do that um i cannot do it with alfie because he's a psychopath and will jump out Uh, but my my old dogs i could do it with them
0: um do you think you look like your dogs? I feel like there's a little bit of Ada in you. I was going to say, I feel like I look like Ada, and I feel like came looked yeah. like Frank. Yeah. I see it. Ada and um, I, both blondies, blue eyes, except her eyes are two different colors, so just one of her eyes was blue. A little bit of uh, disturbance behind the eyes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And she also For has, sure. like, kind of, like, spots around her face, mm-hmm. and I have freckles, freckles. so, Yeah. 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 So, Pongo, looking out the window, spots another Dalmatian
1: and her owner walking by, and he thinks he's found the perfect pairing for them. He schemes to get Roger to take him out to the park to seek them out. I love um, that he, he knows what time is. <laughs> <laughs> when he finds the other Dalmatian and her owner in the park, he does everything in his power to push him, push Roger and this woman, who's named Anita, together and they all end up falling
0: in the pond hey just quickly like Mm -hmm. these dog owners and dogs were way too chill like they were all right by each other and passing by and nobody reacted to anything yeah as a dog owner if i saw another dog i'd be like that's the cutest thing in the world i want to pet it and i know that frank would want to say hi because he's the most social little bastard there is yeah
1: I have to, if I see another dog on the street, I have to move to the other side of the street. Because Alfie, he won't do anything. He's such a pussy. He just barks and he, like, he wants to run over to them and just to sniff them and bark in their face. But, like, he acts like he's gonna, like, he's real tough shit. He's so embarrassing.
0: Ada acts all big and tough, but she's just an absolute nervous wreck. And if any dog actually did anything to her, I don't think she would be okay. But if I'm by myself
1: and I walk past a dog, I do want to pet it. I usually don't ask to, though, because you just never know. Yeah. Um, but some dogs, you can just tell that they're, like, if you pass by a golden retriever, like, that bitch wants to be pet, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So, anyway, this, uh, the falling in the pond scene is, I think, one of my favorite, like, Disney scenes of all time. There's just something I really love about it. it I don't know
0: if it's... It was a dream meet cute.
1: Yeah, it's very cute, and I, I, just, I don't know, I liked the way her hair looks when it was all wet, and he, when he like puts, he puts the wet hat the back, what, hat on, back, her back on her. Yeah, I think it's super cute. It's Cute. Something about the animation, I don't
0: know. I love the animation of this movie.
1: I do too, and I have a little fun fact about that. I'm
0: like,
1: mm. um, <laughs> so at first they're all upset about the situation, uh, including and Dalmatian Perdita, uh, who mm. indignantly like shakes her fur off onto Pongo. Um, but eventually they laugh about it And obviously they're not too upset about it Since the next scene we see their brother and Anita, Anita got married And I guess by proxy Pongo and Perdita yeah. are also now married
0: Also I love that little like Like roses around the little frame And that was very nice I like looking at that Yeah I'm very obsessed cute. with roses Because I'm basic as fuck <laughs>
1: Um, So, uh, just a little side note, Anita was voiced by Lisa Davis and Perdita was voiced by Kate Bauer. Neither of them had, like, uh, Kate Bauer only had two IMDB credits, including Under 1 Dalmatians, and uh, Lisa Davis didn't really have anything recognizable, just sort of like old, like swamp monster films back (laughs) in the 60s. (laughs) So we next see them settled into married life in a small place in London with Nanny, the housekeeper. Icon. uh, (laughs) so nanny is voiced by martha wentworth perdita is pregnant it is revealed and their peace their peaceful home life is disrupted by carilla deville um and her name is obviously if you didn't catch it deville devil you know so we know she's a villain um she's voiced by betty lou garrickson gerson sorry garrickson lou garrickson i think that's where i was going with
0: that like the disease anyway betty (laughs) it's uh, not even garrickson it's just (laughs) (laughs) garrick let's
1: just rewind that for two seconds um voiced by betty lou gerson who also (laughs) did uh, voice work for cinderella have you ever seen the classic cinderella
0: i feel like i have but don't remember it (laughs) <laughs> okay well she does the narration for that i think i saw like the second one actually like one of the cheap knockoff ones but i don't think i ever <laughs> saw the went like the straight
1: to vhs one
0: yes yeah
1: um so um roger comes up with his the iconic cruella de theme right on the spot because um, we saw him earlier working on his music but he couldn't think of lyrics and then as soon as cruella came he's like
0: Oh. She doesn't scare me. Um, no Stupid.
1: Stupid. Anyway. Um she's like an old friend of Anita for some reason. I don't I know where Literally is was too. like, I
0: have so many questions. Like why <laughs> in the world, like what and then when-
1: well, to be fair, I have some people, I'm friends with some people that I'm like, I don't, where did I meet you? How did I, why, why am I talking to is you? Is it me? No. Except, so, you know, when I was texting you the other night about that boyfriend that I hate? Mm-hmm. The girl I'm friends with? I don't know why I'm friends with her. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yes, is an old friend of Anita, and she's at the home to look for Perdita's puppies, or... Perdita and Anita, them rhyming is really... Yeah. It threw me off a couple times in my notes. So if I mix it up, I'm sorry. She's there for the puppies. And we know that Roger and Perdita definitely are not fans of her. Perdita hides and Roger also hides. Um, So Crilla states in this scene as foreshadowing that her one true love is furs. Um, So we know she's, you know... If the last name wasn't enough, we know she's bad news because she's into furs. I don't know. I can defend leather, you know, because a lot of times leather usage is just, like, waste from an animal. You know what I mean? Like, they just sell off all the parts. I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, you might as well get some use out of the whole thing. But first, there's something fucking nasty about you if you like actual furs. Mm -hmm. There's something gross about it. can't defend it. Um, so Perdita's feeling like a dark cloud over her pregnancy, worrying about what Cruella wants with her puppy. She knows she's not going to love him, um, tries to reassure her, and then the next scene, we see him pacing outside the kitchen, because she's giving birth. Um, uh, is helping when, deliver
0: it. Um, Perdita was talking about how she was so excited, and now she doesn't even want to have the puppies, I was like, rip my heart out, why don't you? I know. Sad. So.
1: Um. so yeah she's giving birth nanny is helping deliver them and she announces there's eight and then 11 and then 14 and then 15 and pongo like slowly goes from like really ecstatic to being like 15 like (laughs) what the fuck
0: i mean can you blame them like 15 babies i don't even want one 15 oh my god Um, I also didn't, like, uh, I haven't seen it before, and I don't remember the live-action one that I saw a million years ago, so I was like, where does the 101 come from? Is that just, like, hyperbole for the 15? (laughs) Uh, It comes from Patience, Megan. Keep watching. I did. Um, (laughs) I did keep watching.
1: (laughs) So there's a worrying moment where we think one of the puppies didn't make it. But Roger helps revive
0: them. I don't know if rubbing a That was puppy. so weird. I literally have that. Like, how does rubbing this puppy, like, is that how you do CPR on a dog or something? Why is this? He's like, hold, it hold on. It just starts rubbing it. It was off-putting. A little. It, I feel like that scene didn't need to be in there, but you know Especially what? for how long they did it. Like, if he could have just, like, eh eh, 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 fine. But it was, like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see my hand motions if you're listening to this but just so you know he rubs it for too long i think we should just be grateful that there's no dead puppy in the movie he goes back true. to life it's all good
1: and then they're talking about how great this is 15 puppies and then Corella bursts through the door because she's got no fucking etiquette right on time you know and she's there to snatch the puppies. She's there to buy them. But she instantly, she sees them, like, these newborn little, like, wet, gross puppies. And she's like, ah,
0: no spots. What the hell? Um, I also, I um, another thing that is answered later is that I was like, why can't she just get puppies somewhere else? Like, it's... why does she need she to take to, her friends? She I know, I just to say,
1: she specifically wants to skin her friends' puppies. Yes. <laughs> But anyway, I Googled because they said it takes a few weeks for puppy spots to show up. But I Googled. I wanted to know how long exactly. And it said usually about 10 days. They start to pop up. But they keep developing spots until they're like a little over two years old. Ooh. Or not. I'm sorry. Not two years. A little over a year old. So Carilla tries to buy the whole litter. But Roger, who wins husband of the year, yes, uh, tells her he won't sell to her because uh, she came in there, came in hot, insulting him and shit. He's like, you know what? Fuck this bitch. Yeah. You can't because have any. music. That's going to get you mm-hmm. anywhere. And the, the irony there is. It does. <laughs> because of her. Yeah. Um, so Corella storms off in a rage, insisting that she's done with them. Which, like, fine. Um, <laughs> Thanks. to <laughs> you know, off my bones. Um, so everyone's ecstatic. They're going to keep them all. this is exactly why I also could not breed dogs. I thought about it for a second when I got my dog. We were deciding whether or not we wanted to, like, neuter him. But I was like, I don't... If he has little babies, I'm keeping them. There's no way. (laughs) I just have a farm, a dog farm. So in the next scene, you see that the puppies are a little bit grown now. They have their spots, their own little personalities, and they're all sitting around watching the Western on TV. So cute. I literally put, they are so fucking cute, I could die. Like,
0: I have, <laughs> um, oh my god, puppies. Oh my god, the spot on the eye. Oh my god, the uh-huh. little butts. <laughs> so, uh, we get a few of their names. So, Patch is
1: the one with the eye patch. There's Lucky, the one who's like addicted to TV. Me. Um, and Rolly is the little chubby one. Oh. And he's my favorite. Um, the only other two puppies that get like names said are uh, Pepper and Freckles, which I think are the girls. And I think those are great names. Pepper and Freckles, great names for Dalmatians. Yeah. And at this point I want to say that I have a Lucky Pin. Mm-hmm. A little lucky. And I have a Pongo and Perdita pin. And I have what I really wanted was like a Rolly pin. Because I think he's my favorite. Yes. But I couldn't find one. And the only thing I could find with Rolly on it was this Loungefly backpack. So I bought it.
0: <laughs> um, That's
1: but yeah, I love my Dalmatians merch. Anytime I see it, I, I have a little mug with the uh, with Dalmatians on it too, right in front of me, but it's wrapped up. Um, I love it. Anytime I see them on anything, I want to buy it. They're like my... Like for some people, it's like they have to buy all the Stitch stuff. Some people have to buy all the Little Mermaid stuff. For me, it's anything with like the dogs and the cats on it. I have to buy it. Anyway. <laughs> um so they're watching tv they try to put the puppies to bed uh pongo and Perdita want to go on their night walk which is not a euphemism <laughs> um
0: <laughs> and their owners just walk them to a location so they can fuck every night <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Ew. anyway so pongo and perdita do go on their walk and we see two goons it's always somebody incredibly tall and skinny it's incredibly <laughs> In round and short.
1: Like Home Alone.
0: Their names are Horace and Jasper,
1: and they are staking out the home because um, they want to steal the puppies. Um, so Horace is voice- voiced by Frederick Warlock, and Jasper is voiced by J. Pat O'Malley, and both of them actually did a couple other like smaller voice parts. They play the sergeant like, or the colonel or whatever. A couple other... Oh, Colonel Inspector Graves. I had it written down. I should have just what? kept reading. So their voices are in this a couple times. Um, the goons break in, despite Nanny's best efforts. I trying so to so
0: unnecessarily mean to her, too.
1: Yeah, so unnecessarily mean. Uh, they lock her in the attic, and once she sees them drive away, she escapes the attic, and she thinks that they just stole, like, the fine silver, you know, something of value. But they've taken the puppies. And she is upset. And we find out... And she goes to the street and just screams, Police! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe it worked back then. (laughs) We don't know. know. But Horace and Jasper work for Cruella, uh, who commissioned them, basically, to steal these puppies. Um, And I think they're a really funny group. A nice, bumbling group. And I also have... um, a Cruella and Horace and Jasper pen. And a little fun fact I can't really see it. The little fun fact this was the first pen that I ever traded for.
0: Aww. Yeah. Cute. Uh, yeah. Mm hmm. Sorry.
1: <laughs> so we're back the- up <laughs> again.
0: We're back at the house. Well, then we had to yeah. cut for a second because Jacob interrupted it with a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> we just sat in silence for 20 seconds of me after <laughs> telling Abby to go and her just staring. Okay, <laughs> go on. I just needed to
1: know um, that. <laughs> so we're back at the house. Everyone's upset that the dogs have been napped. And... Roger accuses immediately accuses Cruella of stealing them, but Anita Anita's like, no, she's an eccentric, but not a thief. So I feel like that's why they they've been friends for that long because Anita's just, Anita's just too stupid. nice, yeah, <laughs> nice and stupid and stupid, of course. They're all feeling a bit hopeless, um, and Pongo states it's up to them to find the puppies by using the twilight bark.
0: Also, when. Cruella calls and is like oh I read about uh-huh. what a bitch <laughs> yeah like that is the most obvious freaking thing that she did it like she's trying to thwart suspicion red flag <laughs> and he's just like oh no Roger you idiot I'm like how dare you that man is a king king
1: so the Twilight Bark, Perdita states, is an old gossip chain. She's like, oh, it's not going to work. It's basically just like, it's basically just a message to all the dogs in the city, hoping, you know, the bark will reach the right ears, you know. And just a little fun fact that I read, um, Walt Disney Feature Animation took inspiration from this and they called their internal newsletter, the Twilight Bark. Cute. hmm So the Twilight Bark does work. And we see the message reach all kinds of different dogs around the city. Uh, and we get to see a few of the dogs that we saw earlier in the movie. Um, and some new friends as well. Uh, I really liked that little, like, I didn't get his name. But the little barky one, you mm-hmm. know, the one that was, was with the big one. Yeah. He was very funny. Yeah. reminded me a lot of my dog because he just yeah. goes <laughs> nuts like that. Um. And another fun fact, have you seen The Lady and the Tramp, Megan? I have not. Okay, well, so you might not have caught this.
0: I but friend that
1: has seen The Lady and the Tramp. There was a bunch of cameos in this film at this part. So Jock is um, the second dog in the Twilight Bark chain. Uh, he's the little, like, Scotty. I think he ran out of a doghouse. Mm-hmm. Um, Peg, who is a fucking icon, you will love her when we watch The Lady and the Tramp. Uh, She's seen in the pet shop window next to several, like next to the puppies. She's like the older dog that was in there. The bangs. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Uh, And both Lady and the Tramp are seen in the streets of London. So the message that the puppies have been stolen makes it all the way out to the countryside, which is where the puppies are being kept by Horace and Jasper in a spooky-looking manner. Mm -hmm. We see... Uh, We meet a hound dog called Towser, and a goose called Lucy, Sergeant Tibbs, which is the cat, and the colonel, which is that shaggy mutt, and this gang all takes it upon themselves to investigate and find the puppies. So their investigation reveals that not just the 15 puppies belonging to Pongo and Perdita are being kept in this manner. No. Like tons of them are in there i would they would she say like 99 total or 80 80 something in total i didn't catch the number again me and
0: numbers not friends 99 um, yeah so having <laughs> brain parts today you thought about numbers and you just couldn't do it anymore <laughs> my brain's like it's short-circuited <laughs> that's uh, how i was when i was a waitress whenever somebody would give instead of using their card and give cash i'd be like
1: uh... see I was fine with that cuz you'd have a computer, right? A computer to fix it on. But then they'd be like they'd hand you like 20 bucks and then they'd be like here, let me hand you this change as well. So it's like an even bubble. I'm like, "Don't do that." Don't. I've already typed in the numbers. You cannot do that.
0: It would just be annoying because I feel like a lot of the clientele where I was a waitress was older people and of course people that think that they're better than waitresses. And when I would start typing like whatever they gave me on the computer for it to like do it, they'd be like it's this. This is the change. I'd be like, uh-huh. okay, I'm still going to put it in my computer because I trust that more than you or myself.
1: I had this bitch. Her name was Sheila. Okay. And no offense to all the Sheilas, but Sheila's basically Karen, yes. right? It's basically the same basically. name. And every time she would come in. So the restaurant where I worked at, we had a really busy parking lot. And...
0: that it did.
1: They, were, I worked carry out, so they only had we only had maybe like five carry out spots, but there was a Planet Fitness right next door, so the people who were going to Planet Fitness, which by the way they were going there to work out, like really you can park a little bit farther, get, you, get a good little exercise, a little extra exercise. Then, okay? I feel like it
0: was pretty know, far from the uh, the Planet Fitness entrance anyway. It's like you were further kind of down it, Right, if they would have just gone into
1: the main parking lot or parked out in the back, because there was a back entrance, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, Okay, not the point. But anyway, (laughs) every single time she came in after they put in that plan, every single time, Sheila would complain that there was no parking. And I'm like, I'm fucking sorry that you had to walk an extra two yards. Like, sorry. I can't do anything about it. We cannot enforce anything legally. If you want to complain, call the owner of this complex and fucking complain. And even then, he's not going to do anything for you. He's an asshole. So anyway, she was cashing me out one day. I already listened to her complaint about the parking lot. She already, this just the second I saw her. She fucking irritated me Uh, and she does that to me. She hands me the cash and then she's like, wait a second. She goes in her change purse and makes it an extra fucking minute out of this ordeal. Okay. To dig through, to find the right change. And I'm like, I've already typed it in. Then I took out my phone to do the calculation. She goes, Really? She goes, this is why your generation's going down the toilet. You guys can't even do simple math in your head. I'm like, ma'am, like. Why would I, I a occupy degree?
0: my brain space when something can give me the answer?
1: I was like, I got a degree in English. Like, I don't need to yeah. know math. Like, it's not my forte. And she's like.
0: Bitch. I know basic <laughs> kindness and you don't know that. So maybe I am better <laughs> than you.
1: That is such a good point, Megan. Thank you. I really, w- never mind. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> um, so anyway, we see all these friggin' puppies. Uh, and we can differentiate which ones are Pongo and Perditas and all the other ones because they're wearing collars. And we find out that all these other puppies were bred or purchased or whatever. She just went around and basically took all the Dalmatians in the greater london area i guess maybe all of uk and brought them to this house and all i could think in this scene first of all how how sad how cute mm-hmm. but also how bad must that room have smelled yeah oh yeah you know those you know those two fuckers were
0: not cleaning up after them even with the 15 where people would be cleaning after them <laughs> it's gotta have some stink mm-hmm.
1: yeah they're not potty trained in no way um so the news gets back to London and to Pongo and Perdita to where the puppies are. And so they're in Suffolk, which is a real place. And I wanted to know, cause Pongo and Perdita now take off to go to Suffolk to find them. And I wanted to know how far London was from Suffolk. It would have Google, sorry, Google estimated that it would be a 25 hour walk. And I'm not sure the timing, the time in this movie is a little weird, so I'm not sure if it took them days or if it just took them that night. I don't know what sort of, this is the only part of the movie that like I really had a qualm with is I couldn't tell the time because the newspaper, when the puppies were announced to have been stolen, the newspaper says it's November of I think 1959, 58 i had it in november of 1958 but then later when they all get back it's like christmas time so mm-hmm. did it take like a week for this to happen but then at the same time corella's like i want them i want this done tomorrow but then they skip so i don't know that's my only issue with this movie is i couldn't figure out the timing i like a fucking kid's not a kid does not notice this and care about it so i guess it's not that big of a deal did you have something to say
0: no i was just gonna say i always have that too like in atlantis like i feel like it should have taken them longer before they got there like i'm i'm always on this i'm very critical of timelines in films I agree because i write right you write and i feel like it's
1: something that i'm so hyper focused on mm-hmm. and i really think most people would not even notice Yep. <laughs> anyway let's just say it takes them a night because that's what it makes it seem like um so Pongo and Perdita, they made good time, I'd say. Um, Crullis shows up at the manor. She's demanding Jasper and Horace kill the puppy so she can continue on with a plan to turn them into a fur coat. Um, they have until morning, which is what I said earlier. Um, so Sergeant Tibbs, the cat, comes in and helps them escape through a hole in the wall.
0: I also just noted that the TV show that they had on in the background where it was like, guess my crime in 10 questions. That's something I would watch.
1: it's kind of i wonder if it was a real thing i didn't see any like fun facts about that but i wonder if that was like a real
0: i'll have to look it up later
1: if not i feel like i feel like they probably just made it up as like a like an ironic thing for them to be watching you know what i mean these criminals to be watching us but
0: if it were real that's a good idea i mean they were just Um, like i'll pop them on the head and you'll do the skin and i was like how could you ever even like think that i know i just on my instagram i
1: get a lot of puppy videos coming up and lately it's been a lot of bulldogs um but i see a lot of like rescue you know the dodo do you ever have stuff from the dodo coming up they do a lot of like animal rescue stuff i'm sure you've seen it and they have a lot of stuff on youtube but a lot of their stuff is people saving these these puppies that have been like abandoned or whatever i'm just like how 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 can you do that take them to a shelter or something. And if, if no one at the shelter can, you know, if the shelter's full or something, I think m- most shelters will try and find yeah. fosters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Like, why would you just go into whatever? And to turn them into a coat? That's sick. <laughs> so, yeah, Sergeant Tibbs comes in, helps the puppies escape through a little hole in the wall. Hijinks ensue. As they to get run Rolly's fat ass through the hole. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. So yeah, Pongo and Perdita, though they make it to the manor just in time to save their little babies from a clubbing. Um, they get safely away from the the manor to a barn, and their reunion is so cute. They take. Oh, they decide, just like, immediately to take in these dozens and dozens and dozens of
0: puppies. This is when the bad math came around yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, twice that many, Dad. There's 99 of us now. <laughs> Same. And
1: so, like, my note was, can you imagine trying to keep track of 99 puppies? So we see him as they're, like, going through their, you know, going through the snow, trying to trek back to London. He's counting them and stuff. I'm like, I can't even, I can't count to 20 without doubting myself like, I'm probably right the first time, but then I'm like, wait, was it really 20 or did I skip the number 17?
0: And then I have to if go I back. Have I have to for whatever reason, I have to count it, like, 63 times before I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you probably have it right, Megan. Mm-hmm. I have my cash folded
1: into an envelope, and I have to write the number mm-hmm. that I'm taking out on the envelope. And that's how I know I was stolen from one time. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so I have to keep track like that or I will...
0: I will never remember. It's really sad <laughs> how bad we are. <laughs> it is. It's shameful for sure. Tam um, and Gams are very good at doing fast math and can like take off any percentage in like an instant. And I'm just like, it skipped me, guys. Hopefully, my if I have a, a child, it's better. But it okay. ain't. It ain't here. So yeah, they're dealing through
1: this, or, 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 or they're dealing with this <laughs> hardest terrain. Uh, They're doing what? Harsh terrain, uh, is that what you said? Harsh terrain, yes. <laughs> they have to go over ice, and that just reminded South
0: me China. of our Sean Connery impression with that teacher. <laughs> Michelle? <laughs>
1: uh,
0: who never sent us our letters from the past?
1: Yeah, we had a creative writing teacher who made us write letters. To ourselves, to our future selves And she goes, I'm gonna mail them out In four years When you guys will be graduated from college Which was not true, I did not graduate in four years Neither did you And we never got them And now Megan does not live in the same place Her family does not live in the same place So even if they tried to send that shit to you
0: We're all over the place, yeah Who knows, who knows Um, Where's my letter, Michelle? (laughs) I wanna know what dumbass 16 year old Megan Was talking about Me too or however old we were. I don't know. We were like... I think, was it senior year? I think
1: it was our senior... No, it wasn't our senior year because there was a girl in our class who was a, a, a year above us. So we were
0: juniors. It was our jun- junior year because that was when I was dating Sean. R.I.P. <laughs> not R.I.P. not dead. Just R.I.P. to that relationship. <laughs> My B. That was not appropriate.
1: <laughs> Fucking Alora. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay should we tell the story tell the story about how yeah. your boyfriend broke up with you Talk, and you were okay crying. it's
0: just perfect comedic <laughs> timing just couldn't be written better my boyfriend sean broke up with me the next day we're at school you know i've been pretty upset all day i'm holding it in and then this girl that was like our acquaintance and sat at our table sits down and goes does your boyfriend ever write you letters and it the, love letters yeah love letters and in this the worst way possible i burst out crying and, and i've burst m- out laughing never seen abby laugh harder
1: was <laughs> <It's> so funny <laughs> uh,
0: we can both laugh about it now yeah though, which is the important it's thing. it's one of my favorite stories now but in mm-hmm. the moment There's a lot of our favorite stories come from
1: that fucking class yeah they do anyway give us our letters michelle yes so uh the puppies are cold and tired and hungry and this majestic collie comes and saves them and brings them to a barn for safe shelter truly, where was majestic. Co- truly yeah and these cows that are there offer up their their teats which dinner. <laughs> interesting i mean there's nothing like wrong with it you know it's it just, still made me a little uncomfortable. It's Just like
0: the rubbing, it was not needed. <laughs> I guess it could have been like, oh, we have, have these buckets said. of milk, but no, they needed them to suck on the tea.
1: So they get some rest and they carry on and then they make it to this village called Dinsford, I think was the name, uh, which I looked up, not a real place. Uh, but a dog that's helping them out, informs them that there's a they can hitch a ride in this truck
0: and because they're going to London. So, like, is, great. Things are looking up. There's no way 101 dogs would have fit in that truck. No way. It was stacked Dalmatian sure.
1: puppies, because their sizing changed throughout the film, really, just, like, conven- like to be convenient, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Dalmatian puppies are, I think, a little bigger than that. <laughs>
1: So is uh, obviously pissed that the puppies are missing.
0: I also want to know how Cruella and her henchmen were able to drive so well on the snow. That was another adult thing that bothered me.
1: Yeah, especially in those old cars. Yeah,
0: I'd be slipping and sliding all over the place. <laughs> no <laughs> right traction down. whatsoever.
1: But she has managed, Cruella has managed to track them down to Dinsford, uh, which hinders their ability to get their ride home or seemingly hinders their ability They decide to disguise themselves in some fireplace soot to hide their spots. Although they do, you know, get quite a few puppies on there, but she eventually does spot them and sends Horace and Jasper uh, after them. uh, Once. I'm sorry, I had a stroke.
0: Let me reread that. (laughs) Your face! Wish uh, could be viewed by the (laughs) master.
1: You're going to have a fun time editing this one, Megan. I'm going to have a great time. (laughs) So Cruella is pissed the puppies have gone missing, and she's managed to track them down to Dinsford, which sort of hinders their ability to get their ride home. So they disguise themselves in some fireplace set um, to hide their spots. So they just look like a bunch of little black labs. Um... But she does eventually spot them and sends Horace and Jasper after them, or after the truck, uh, after they've all gotten on safely and have driven away. Um, Corolla also tries to chase them down like a madwoman, and since this movie is an old movie, uh, we have to get at least one sexist joke in there, right? Oh, yeah. Um, So we hear the truck driver yelling at her, and he goes, crazy woman driver. Um, I mean, he's kind of right, though. Uh, But anyway... A collision occurs, Jasper, and Horace, and Cruella fly off the side of the road, and they're sort of abandoned there, and the puppies and Pongo and Perdita make their escape. Um, we then see Roger and Anita and Nanny at home, and they're preparing for Christmas. Um, Roger's song about Cruella is apparently an overnight success, again, depending yeah, on the time frame. Yeah, the range. time
0: frame, What is happening, yeah.
1: Because he literally just wrote it, like, two weeks ago. I mean, whatever. I don't
0: know how the music industry works. Do you? No, especially not in the 60s. Uh-huh. In the 50s, whenever this took place. 58. Almost 59. It's Christmas. It was released in the 60s, though, right? Yeah. Okay, that's where... 61. My mind I was getting that.
1: They're all still very upset about the puppies, and Pongo and Perdita running away. Nanny's crying, and she's like, sometimes I can still hear them talking. And Cute. And they really are... <laughs> cute who rushes in and all the puppies come in everyone's happy they clean up all the puppies everywhere everywhere oh my god um one time uh i used to have a golden tree a long time ago and she she was a really bad puppy she was misbehaved
0: a lot my mom almost
1: wanted to get rid of her but anyway
0: i'm surprised Frank never got released back into the wild was <laughs> he a bad puppy? Oh, he was downright disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, me and my family, or my
1: family and I, <laughs> had gone on a vacation. I believe probably to Disney World because that's usually where we went when I was a kid. And my grandma, my dad's mom, was watching. Buddy, Buddy. Her name was. She was a girl. I did not name her. I was vetoed. I wanted to name her Aspen, (laughs) which I think was a cool name. hoozles. when we got home, my mom's head nearly fucking blew off. Because when we got in the house, you could see, like, Buddy's muddy paw prints all over everything. And my grandma didn't clean it up, didn't say anything about it, just thought it was normal.
0: Oh no! Yeah, so that's what that reminded me of when I saw the pop prints all over the couch. I used to have to, I had to tie like half Frank on his leash at all times and half his leash tied to me, like a child misbehaving in public. Like that's how bad Frank. You could not trust a single thing. Alfie was a really,
1: really good, really easy puppy. Aida. He's an asshole
0: now, though. Ada was so easy and so good and i don't know if it was because like frank was older and like chill at this point and she just learned from him but they were like total polar opposites she didn't even like besides when she would like get sick she didn't even like she was potty trained in like two days
1: yeah alfie was really good about that too he he never once shit in his bed shit on my carpet yeah, he was a really good, really easy puppy. So, yeah, everyone's happy cleaning off the puppies. And, like, a bunch of psychopaths are like, yeah, we're going to keep these 102 dogs. And they're like, we're going to create a Dalmatian, a Dalmatian plantation. They sing a little song. um, I guess since he's super rich now from his song that they can just afford, afford like, a big plantation in the countryside. Which I feel like that was kind of smart of them to throw in that song success thing so they could like explain how they can now afford this how they
0: can afford 101 dalmatians
1: (laughs) um so yeah a happy ending overall and i just want to say like maybe it's because i'm an adult I remember this movie being a lot scarier when I was a kid. Like, I remember being really scared of Cruella and the goons, and I remember being really afraid for the puppies.
0: I definitely and I don't... get that. Just the way Cruella I... looks is terrifying. Her... Yeah, especially in the car chase mm-hmm. scene, when her eyes go red. And she's, like, purple, and she has actual acute angle cheekbones. Like Looks like a skeleton. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, a little fun fact, she was like, her clothes and her sort of design and, you know, the way she walked and carried herself was after Zsa Zsa Gabor. Do you know who that is?
0: I don't know who that is.
1: She was, I want to say, like, an actress or just, like, one of those, like, socialite-type people. She was really famous back in the day. Um, And I don't know, maybe it's because I've seen this movie, like, a million times that I just... It just didn't phase me the way it did. I I did not have the reaction to it that I had to the Fox and the Hound, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. (laughs) um very different types of movies so. <clears> though <throat> or it could be i mean i don't know apparently disney plus like has been cutting out certain
0: like parts of movies maybe they cut something out so but i don't much. remember that i can't yeah. trust anything that i watch anymore
1: <laughs> um so i just have a couple questions for you the first one as always is how did you feel about Your first 101 Dalmatians viewing experience, Megan?
0: I definitely liked it a lot. Um, I did have written that I literally could have just watched the puppies watch TV for the entire movie. They didn't even need to have a villain or some sort of obstacle. Like, I would have been content with that. Mm -hmm. But, and I do feel like um, a little bit of the journey part was like dragged out a bit too much that. It could well, that sort crazy. of leads to like my
1: next question if you could change one thing what would it be yeah,
0: definitely like the pacing and timing
1: like,
0: mm-hmm. like yeah I 100% agree with you especially the part
1: where the twilight bark yes the twilight bark it was just reaching the countryside and like we saw the little like the scruffy dog and the cat and stuff discussing it like that went on for a little too long Yeah. so I do agree with that there were just a lot of it was slower paced for sure yeah Um, did you have a favorite character or a favorite moment or anything that you wanted to
0: my favorite dog was definitely Rolly constantly saying I'm hungry when can I have the food mother (laughs) I'm hungry mama I loved it very Um, cute yeah I think that like character wise nanny and Um, Roger and Anita were all very likable. It was a cute little family Uh that you definitely could easily feel for having to go through this. And all the puppies were adorable and, um, was it Jasper and Horace? Is that, Uh they're definitely a good motif of the the henchmen and Cruella was frightening. I could definitely tell why children would have nightmares from her. Yeah i think it's an all-around like solid yeah like a clean
1: story again like the fox and the hound where it's just like i just don't feel like a lot of the more modern disney films are like clean like that and i think some of them purposely aren't clean like that because they're trying to open it up for sequels and stuff Mm -hmm. you know but i just feel like it's a nice neat concise story and i think it's because a lot of them are based on books and they have like, original source material, but...
0: I feel like a mo- lot of modern things try to do way too much. hmm And then they
1: end up not doing it all.
0: Like,
1: they, because they're trying to do so much, they end up, not like, completely missing the mark and completely... Yeah. ...not doing what they set out to do. Yeah. For and, okay. sure. So, I know breeding is bad and the doctor don't <laughs> and all that, <laughs> but, like, when you were a kid... Was there a breed of dog that you really wanted? Because for me, I did really want a Dalmatian for a long time. Do you Do you remember that lady... She had two Dalmatians, and she would walk around town. Yes, she would have them at the Little Link Field
0: all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes.
1: And I guess she was, like, one of the big reasons that I wanted them. But my mom's like, no, they're mean to children, which I don't know if it's true or if she just said that. See, I don't think it is. Them. I
0: remember hearing they're mean to children, too, when I was, like, a kid, but I'm pretty sure I, like, heard something that said that's just, like, a lie for parents who don't want big dogs or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember her vividly. I'm glad you do because I feel like everyone knows the domination lady.
1: Yeah, for sure. I wonder how she. she was probably dead. This was like 20 years ago. But anyway, <laughs> was there a breed of dog that you really wanted?
0: I wanted a French bulldog mm-hmm. more than anything, and then um, we got Cash, Mr. Cassius, when I was in eighth grade. I think we got him, but Cash I I I, was a boxer. He was a boxer, which I don't like boxers i love him but they're just way too hyper and messy for me i can't they're not my they're not my cup of tea they're very cute but i our personalities don't match but we got Cactus because we got a boxer because michael's girlfriend at the time her dog like Michael, her brother yeah, my eldest brother Again, we've mentioned this before, that whatever childhood joy we had, they dictated. I didn't get a say oh. in anything. But, um, yeah, this was definitely during the, the time where things were starting to stabilize, and Tam was trying to give us everything that we never had <laughs> as children. But, um, yeah, Michael's girlfriend at the time, her dog had just died, and that's the kind of dog she wanted, and her parents wouldn't let her get a dog. So he was like, no, so we, we need to get a boxer. And now him and Tam And... Oh, and now your mom has another boxer. Yeah. Michael also has a boxer. Two boxers now. Oh, yeah. They're all about them. But, um... Me and Zach took care of him the most. We were the ones who were home all the time. And Zach hates dogs and is allergic to dogs. And it was me and him who took care of this thing. We could barely take care of ourselves. But we also took care of this dog. And the first night tam worked midnights and wanted to take him to work with her because she was always the only one there and we were like no like we want to we want to love our new little puppy and michael was also very adamant that we took him home and then michael had like track practice in the morning was like okay i'm going to bed while me and zach were up taking care of this puppy that we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into
1: (sighs) yeah some of them are you know it's like having a baby Not that I know what having a baby is like, but...
0: He peed on my bed. That was, like, the first thing. Oh, God. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're never coming up here again. I did eventually let him back up on my bed, but... (laughs) And then I don't think I'll ever, like... If you breed responsibly or you get a dog from a pet shop, like, they obviously need homes, too. But um, Uh I will, after getting sweet little Mr. Velvet ears i'll always go to like a rescue i feel like it was like meant to be because yeah. i wanted like i like like shepherds like australian shepherds and things like that but and there was one there at the shelter when we got frank as well but i couldn't look at front like it was just an instant oh. connection like with all so of cute.
1: us i love little hound dogs yeah oh yeah And he, what is he? He's like, he he looks like a hound dog, but is he like Beagle
0: or something? He sort of looks Beagle. When we got him, they said they only knew his mom. His mom was a Beagle and gave birth to him and his siblings in a dumpster. That's where they found him, my little trash baby. But um, they said he was a Beagle and a Basset hound, which I see, but I also definitely see Dachshund in him because he has and a little long he's has a wiener's body and, and his face and to his, his
1: eyes or something look like that
0: yeah. yeah so we think it's a combination of those i should get him dna tested
1: right i feel like i should get my dog dna tested as well because they told me he was a poodle and i just feel like he's not <laughs> i feel like he could be like half poodle but i don't know yeah And then anyway. Ada,
0: we saw a picture of her on Instagram, and I was like, we're getting this dog when I get off of work. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I sat in traffic and for about three hours getting to her, and they were, like, about to close, and we had to bring Frank, and they were like, oh, we don't, we don't know, like, how they're getting along, because Ada was just super, like, tired and didn't want anything to do with any of us until, like, the last ten minutes we were, like, doing our visit, and we had to like sell ourselves on why ada should come home with us i feel like that has really
1: changed in the last couple years like normally you could just like back in the day you could just go to the shelter and get a fucking dog oh yeah you could fucking eat it they wouldn't give a shit what you did to it afterwards yeah. but now they're like we need to do a home inspection you need to have three references from people you know which like i get i get why they do that but also like fucking relax
0: yeah <laughs> anyway yeah. do you want some fun facts that was a question. Do you want some fun facts? Yes, I do want fun facts. I thought you said on to some fun facts. I'm sorry. I forgive you. Did you hear my belly just rumble?
1: I didn't. I'm sort of hearing different noises because your like computer or something is moving.
0: I think it's my fan. It just started making noises. It hasn't been this. No, f- no, it's more like it's more like like speaker noises. It's not really like a clicky or anything. Oh, okay. Then it's not my fan. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know what it is. I apologize for whatever it is, though. It's okay. I heard that. That was a car outside. Okay, mm-hmm. Okay. so fun first some fun facts. facts okay. <laughs> it scared me.
1: That was way too high energy. First and fun facts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this film was the 10th, possibly 8th. I had conflicting sources on this. Uh, highest grossing film of 1961, uh, accruing, I don't like that word, <laughs> around $6,400,000 um, domestic, which is like US and Canada. So, as I mentioned earlier, this film was based on a book called The 101 Dalmatians by Dodie Smith. And so, Dodie Smith named her main male canine, Pongo, after a puppy her husband had bought her. In 1934. A Dalmatian puppy. Cute. So good. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of spots in this movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. In total, there are 6,469,900... Again, numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Like this, because I don't know how to say this number properly. Six, four, six, nine, nine, five, two. Hold on, say it again. There's about 6,500, 66, there's... Just say the numbers again. Let's just say there's 6,500,000, nearly that many spots.
0: Nearly that many spots. Mm Mm-hmm
1: and uh pongo has 72 spots perdita has 68 and the rest of those spots belong to all the puppies so you said you liked the animation of this film
0: yes, right yes i did uh, so this I was the feel first like film. movies now try too hard to be realistic which like is nice technology is developing but also i just like mm-hmm. some classic cartooning every once in a while mm-hmm.
1: so this was the first film
0: to use Xerox technology to transfer their
1: images, which mm-hmm. saved them a lot of time and a lot of money. However, it was rumored that Walt Disney was not a fan of the way it looked. He thought it looked scratchy, which, like, I, I
0: see what he means by that. <clears throat> but um, I like the way it looks. I do, too. Walt Disney doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> i know a, a lot of things, you know? That was, like, a political, like, because he's,
1: you know, yeah. yeah. He, we're not going to get into that. Uh, so the dogs are gray. They're not white and black. They're gray and black. And this is because it's a very light gray. Though. Um, but this is because the white was like too bright on screen and wouldn't have worked well in the snowy scenes. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Sorry. So the TV show that jasper horse and the puppies are watching when tibbs finds them is a 1929 walt Disney silly symphonies cartoon called springtime so does that kind of answer the question that you asked earlier then was this a real thing i don't think that's the same s- i think it's like um i don't you think it's- we're talking about the thing where it was like the dumb like the guy right like the, like it was just jasper and horace watching because i feel like the thing about the crimes was not called Springtime.
0: Definitely not. I think not. The,
1: springtime, the Springtime thing was, like, the flower thing that they were watching.
0: Yeah. Because I think, I don't like, the show said it was, um... They said the name of the show. I don't remember what it was. I think it might have just been Guess My Crime. <laughs> well,
1: regardless,
0: on the TV at one point in this film was...
1: <laughs> A Silly Symphonies cartoon called Springtime. Um, And 101 Dalmatians has the most live-action film adaptations of any Walt Disney Animation Studios film. Uh, There's 101 Dalmatians, uh, 1996, which is the Glenn Close one. Uh, 102 Dalmatians, which I think is the sequel for that one. That came out in 2000. And Cruella, which came out in 2021 uh and there are also some like directed VHS uh movies that I wanted to mention I think one of them followed like Lucky mm. or like the puppies or something I remember watching them a long time ago but I haven't seen them but I don't, hold on you know I also want to say something about Carla. do you mind if are you gonna watch it like do you care about it do you care if I like spoil something I don't even know if I'm actually spoiling it or if it's just a lie
0: well you haven't watched it right I haven't, and I'm probably not going to. Yeah, same, but I was going to bring it <clears> up, too. <throat> at some point, of, like, things that I've heard that... But what were you going to say?
1: So, apparently, in the movie, the reason Cruella hates Dalmatians is, like, not because she's just a piece of shit who wants fur. It's not just because she's a piece of shit who wants, like, a, a, a unique fur coat. It's because like, Dalmatians killed Killed her her mother. (laughs) Yeah. What? Why was that necessary? I you don't. If you're gonna make
0: a movie about a villain, like go in. Don't try and humanize her. That's gross. Literally, I had a note. I was waiting until you were done with your fun facts. I was gonna say like, I'm pretty sure that, I that's what happens. And I don't. Yeah, I don't like that. I feel like it would be so much better. Like this, where she appears to just be. She's a, just shallow. A psycho, wants... yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that I don't know. makes a it's much better. better villain than trying to be like. It makes so much more sense for this than my mom was killed by Dalmatian. <laughs> also, <laughs> why would you want to wear a Dalmatian coat if your mom was killed by them so you can be like reminded? Some Buffalo Bill shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
1: But yeah that t- i i probably would have watched the movie if i hadn't heard all this ridiculous stuff about it but i don't know i'd like emma stone
0: but mm-mm. i also that did not be heard that they changed the way the song comes about like he doesn't write it or something mm.
1: and we mentioned i think in another episode that like they took out the smoking <laughs> yeah the smoking was so, like, essential to her character leaving yeah. that green cloud, set the you know? scene, It's so we know she's evil.
0: Okay. <laughs> I have answers yeah. about the TV show. Okay, go ahead. The, uh, sh- the show, What's My Crime, is a parody of the classic game show What's My Line that ran on mm-hmm. CBS from 1950 to 1967. It was a guessing game in which four panelists attempted to determine the occupation of a guest. And Walt Disney himself appeared on the show as a mystery guest in 1956.
1: Wow, that was a really good fun fact.
0: I did. I like that. And... Somebody commented on the article and said, if you ask me, this ought to be a real-life game show, which I agree. Morty 340. (laughs)
1: So, my last fun fact is I cannot spell the word Dalmatian. <laughs> I spelled it T I O N in almost every single note that I had here instead of T I A N. It's A N? A I N. All right,
0: I also spelled it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the same page so, there.
1: So, let us now rate. Right and find the the hottest character. If we were a high production situation, I feel like we would have like a little sound bite like for the hottest character. Yeah. Maybe in the future. Oh no. So Megan, um, popcorn
0: kernels, how many popcorn kernels would you rate? 101. I would give it seven and a half out of 10. Okay. I'd give it an eight. We can go with eight. So what are we? can go with eight? Okay. I'm okay with it. I did enjoy it a lot. I'm just critical.
1: <laughs> okay. And if we're thinking who's the hottest character in this film, who are we going with? Who's your nomination?
0: I think I'm going to go with Roger. Me too. Only.
1: Well, I like a big nose, so. Yeah. I do think he's a cute character. Yeah. But the way he defended his puppies and his wife, mm-hmm. I really liked that.
0: Yeah, that was hot. That For makes sure. that's king shit. Yeah, Anita's stupidity really took away from uh, <laughs> what she had physically. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Although, if we were gonna vote an animal, that collie. <laughs> I do say the dogs were the majestic not collar. attractive. But let's try and stay. Let's try to avoid calling animals hot until uh, we absolutely must.
0: Until The Lion King.
1: So Megan, it's your turn to pick a movie for next week. Do you have something in mind?
0: I am going to go with Soul. Okay. I have not seen Soul, so. I also have not seen Soul. I am excited to see it. Yes. I am as well. I've heard nothing but good things. Me too. All right. Any anything
1: else? I don't think so. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. Bye. Bye. Someday we'll figure out how to end a show. Yeah. Today's not that day. Mm Uh-uh.